G'day, Annie McLaughlin here for this week's edition of Stick Together, focusing on union news, workers' stories and social justice issues. This program is produced in Melbourne for 3CR on the stolen lands of the Kulin Nation and we pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stick Together is broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network with the support of the Community Radio Foundation. On the 25th of November, there was a sea of orange on the steps of Victorian Parliament House as people gathered at the start of the walk against family domestic violence. The orange hats from Respect Victoria called for positive change. In today's program, we hear from people at the rally, speakers and an ASU rep who was part of the groundbreaking EBA negotiations that put domestic violence leave in for the first time at Surf Coast Council's EBA. From this small beginning after 10 years' work, the passing of the 10 days of domestic violence leave legislation has proved that the power of collective action can extend far beyond the workplace into all aspects of our everyday lives. Let's go down to the steps of Victorian Parliament to hear why people have been standing up for change. We live out east in the suburbs and I don't like coming into town, but yeah. yeah and it seems to me that un- unless something actually happens to you that you don't realise how important it is to stand up and call it out. Yeah, well, um, you know, I went to grandson's school and in his grade there's only one married couple, parent, all the rest are single, and the, the girls, the ladies we spoke to, have said it's better to be in a, a, a violent situation at home and tackle the law. You know, the law is faulty. Yeah. And so you've come here today to show your support? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm from 3CR Community Radio and I was wondering, I mean, why is it important for you guys to be here today? Yes, we're here and we are from the Australian Filipino community and definitely we say no to family domestic violence and we support women. Whether you've experienced it or not, this is a great place that we are all empowered. So we know where we are in, when we're in that situation, we know where to go, what to do, call out. You know, we can have the organizations here, which is very good that we can uh, go to them just in case this happens in the family. So we are very blessed to be in this place and we are here to walk against family violence, especially for women. And do, are you uh, particularly affected by this in your community? Um, yes, specifically I myself was in a domestic violent relationship before when I moved from Japan where I used to live and lived in Melbourne. So I am a living testimony of my own story in my community. And, and what have you discovered uh, stepping out of that situation? Well, stepping out with that situation, definitely I was able to know the organizations which I came to in touch and Windermere, and these are the organizations that I've reached out, and now I am a better person, you know, after in that situation, living in a family domestic violence, I am now more empowered as a woman, and I know my right, especially in Australia as a migrant. It's frightening, isn't it, though? Yes, it is frightening, but now because of um, the community, which is helping me, I am more empowered, I know now my right, and I can voice out, and I know where to call out. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Hi, my name is Unarata Grant. I'm the vice chairman and the board of directors of uh, uh, Australian Filipino uh, Community Services. 
and I was also a victim of stealing, uh, stealing gaslighting, and it drive you crazy. They want you to, they drive you crazy. You, you doubt your own sanity. Transferring my keys to everywhere, and things that you have loved most, they transfer from everywhere, disappear, and uh, you see it again. Now you don't. Uh, those things, and it, it drives your sanity. Uh, it, it's just horrible experience. That's why I'm calling it out. I'm calling. I'm calling it out. It's very bad in psychological. It's really a psychological abuse. It, it, it's great that there's a lot of people here today because when it happens to someone, they feel very alone, don't they? Exactly, and it's it's like you have nowhere to go. You have you're hopeless. Even if you are already asking for help, it's still you feel hopeless because no one is there, no one understands. And you know, the interesting thing is that you don't have to be, a, you can be a very strong person for this to happen to. I have to, because I have my grandchildren, I'm looking after my grandchildren, and uh, I have to, and I, have, I really have to consider, but sometimes when you remember, every time you remember it, it it's still the anger, the depression, it's still there, it doesn't go away because it has taken a lot from you, your property, your mental sanity, your normal uh, mental behavior. It's not there anymore, it's not the same as before. There is always anger that's happening, there's always depression. There's always something that, that you have violated your, your privacy, your mental, physical is affected as well. So it's good to be standing here, to, sitting here with everybody together. Oh yes, of course, yes, of course. There is a little bit of release, and I hope that someone uh, through media that th there is awareness into this. Thank you very much. Thank you. Three CR Community Radio, and I was wondering why you guys are here and why it's important. Um, so I'm a survivor of um, family violence and abuse, um, so I think it's important to show my daughter um, why we're here and why we're still together um, as a duo today, and, and it's important to um, yeah keep fighting for women's and family rights. And I notice you've got everybody in the family here today. That's right, I'm her grandfather, and I've come from England, not specifically to support the march today, but I'm very pleased to be able to be here to support my granddaughter, as is her grandmother. Yeah. You know, so there you go. There you okay, go. Yeah, you. yeah. It's a family fight. It's it a is. family. Always. Yeah. 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 United we stand. That's right. Thank Divided you. Thank you. It just strikes me that Berry Street would have a, a big uh, thing to say about uh, domestic violence, and uh, um, it comes out in the wash in a place like Berry Street, right? Sure, I mean, we're really pleased to be here today uh, and supporting the call for stopping the violence. Uh, we've seen a significant increase in family violence uh, throughout the COVID period. It's really important to draw attention to it and it's really important to drive a culture across the community that is uh, saying no to violence. It's interesting, isn't it, because there's a lot of people here and it's a fantastic display. But of course, domestic violence is very personal and very private, isn't it? It, it really is. Um, everyone has their own unique experience. Uh, I think what um, is common to all, though, is the, the, the trauma of the violence and the trauma for the children who witness the, the violence. And I think that's a really important point. We need to recognise children as survivors of, of violence, family, uh, family violence in their own right. Uh, simply removing them from their situation doesn't 
uh, address the trauma that they've experienced. Having uh, it a, being a public issue is a bit like bullying, isn't it? Where you what you're doing is educating the public to say, stand up, fight back. Yeah, for sure. I think the the more awareness that we have of the issue uh, of uh, the violence that occurs in our community, the more we've got an opportunity as as a community to say no, that's not acceptable. Uh, we we don't accept that. That is not the way to treat, in particular, women. Uh, and it needs to stop. Well, good morning, everybody. What a great turnout it is today. Great to see so many people here on such a perfect day. No rain. Yes, it's all in our way. My name is Shana Blaze, and I'm going to be your MC. Family violence can take on many forms that are not always physical. They're emotional, they're coercive, they're financial, and they are also physical. Everyone deserves a life free from domestic and family violence where they can be safe and thrive. I'm so pleased to invite our speakers here to talk today. They represent why we're here to be the change. So first, I would like to welcome Sandy Pierce. Sandy is a survivor advocate with a lived experience of domestic and family violence and has been an activist for change so that nobody else should experience what she and her children have been through. So please welcome Sandy. I'm here today as a privileged white woman, as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, marital rape, coercive control, emotional and financial abuse. But this is not why I walk. I walk because family violence is a silent pandemic. It's as though if we don't talk about it, it just doesn't exist. I walk because police are called out to family violence every six minutes. I was recently told by a uniform officer that 90% of their work is family violence. I walk because our system is set up in such a way that allows domestic terrorism to continue. I walk to honour those women and their children who have been murdered by their current or former partner. This is not just a domestic. I walk because women and children are sleeping in their cars or in refuges because their home is not a safe place. I walk for those who feel diminished, invisible and unheard. I walk because these victims are controlled to such an extent that they face impossible choices. They are debilitated. I walk because this makes them feel like they are the problem. I will keep walking as long as court processes further violate victims. I will keep walking until every child understands what a healthy relationship feels like. I will keep walking until victims and children are truly believed and actions are taken in support of them. I will keep walking until our good men no longer tolerate toxic masculinity and will call out perpetrators because this is the brave thing to do. That's the courageous thing to do. Recently, I had an unsettling interaction with a man. I called out his behavior. Rather than him reflecting, he went on the attack 
I felt hooked in. While I tried to escape the situation, I was compelled to stand up for myself and the victim. In a short space of time, I was gaslighted and began feeling like perhaps my own actions were not quite right. And I tell you this because women and children are in this place of confusion constantly. I need us all to call it out. I need us all to stop violence before it starts. I know family violence is preventable and that as a community, we need to stop it in its tracks. So please walk with me. Let's all walk until we no longer need to. Thank you. that disrespect um, is one of the biggest things of violence. Now, all, all violence doesn't lead to disrespect, but all disrespect leads to violence. So please know that the inequality in your workplace, your community, your schools, really generates a culture that we're trying to change. Farah is an actor, presenter, self-worth advocate, facilitator, and a staunch activist against family violence. When we talk about domestic and family violence, we disempower perpetrators and we empower victims to stand strong in their true worth. Today, I choose to walk for my younger self and for every woman, young adult and child who has ever walked the path of enduring abuse by someone who is supposed to love you, you are loved. You are important, you matter, I see you, I hear you. And today I walk for our future selves and our future generations so that domestic and family violence becomes a thing of the past that we have learned from and evolved into a place where it no longer exists. So let us unite today and not only walk against family violence, let's happy dance our way through the streets with hope in our hearts, believing that together we can and will create a ripple effect to be the change we all wish to see and to put an end to this worldwide crisis, this national tragedy, because we are all deserving of this and we are all truly worthy of it. Our next speaker is Joe Ball. Joe is the CEO of the Switchboard Vic, a peer-driven support services for LGBTIQA+ people, their families, allies, and communities. Thanks, Joe. I'd like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners and also acknowledging the role that colonisation has played in this country of driving family violence and also the family violence that takes place around Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who are part of the LGBTIQA plus community. Um, my name is Joe Ball. I'm the CEO of Switchboard Victoria, and we run Australia's only LGBTIQA family violence helpline, and it's called the Rainbow Door. I'm also proudly transgender. Unfortunately, I say that because it is still something that needs to be said. And when we don't acknowledge people's existence, whether that is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender or intersex, and we say that these people don't exist, 
or we don't count them or don't include them in family violence services, or we say hateful things about these communities, about my communities, we actually drive hate. Whether it's in Colorado Springs or whether it's in family violence in our homes in Australia. So when we talk about addressing hate, we see too often the consequences of hate. So Rainbow Door, we started in 2020. Um, and since 2020, September 2020, the service has taken 56,000 contacts. And what people don't know about LGBTIQA plus family violence is actually that the rates and the prevalence in our community are the same as in with the broader community. And that's because what drives LGBTIQA plus family violence is the same drivers that drives violence against women and children. We have a joint mission and everybody who wants to stand up against family violence. I'm a feminist. I want to stop the violence against women and children in this country as much as anybody else. And, but that violence is interconnected with the family violence against LGBTIQA plus people. We are stronger together, we can do this work together, and we must not pull apart around this issue. They are not separate issues, they are the same issues. Too many people in our LGBTI communities are not counted as victim survivors. A lot of people in our community don't understand that they are victim survivors. There is a lot of work that needs to be done to raise awareness that, the issue, that what is happening in LGBTIQA plus relationships and families is also family violence. So today, I join you all to raise awareness of violence in, our, in all of our community. And I join you in our joint struggle and to remember all people, everybody who has died of family violence and to speak to all the survivors here and commend your courage. So I look forward to joining you and it is a beautiful day to be here. It is a sobering day, but I hope that you will stand up with me and see this, uh, that our mission is together. Thank you. I think the thing is we know that family violence doesn't discriminate, doesn't matter what gender, culture, or where you're from, it, it, it is everywhere. So thank you for those words and knowing that there's the support out there for everybody with differences. Next um, is our last speakers. I'd like to um, call on Dr. Chelsea Tobin, who is the CEO of Safe Steps, and Emily Maguire, CEO of Respect Victoria. Next um, is our last speakers. I'd like to um, call on Dr. Chelsea Tobin, who is the CEO of Safe Steps, and Emily Maguire, CEO of Respect Victoria. Thank you all so much for being here today. And very big thank you to Shana Blaze for emceeing and our really courageous and genuine speakers today. Thank you very much for telling your stories.
would also like to thank Emily and the team at Respect Victoria for sponsoring today's event and all the important work you do in primary prevention of family violence. Um, everyone's presence here today, um, and there's over 2,500 of you registered for today, and there's 44 regional events. And it really reflects the community's passion for ending family violence and violence against women. Because we should not accept that there are 150 women and children in hotels tonight because the refuges are full. And we should not accept that women are dying at the hands of somebody who is meant to love them. Seeing you all here today gives me hope because I know we can end family violence and we will continue to walk until we do. Thank you. Thanks, Chelsea. And can I just second, thank you, Sandy, Adrian, and Farah for sharing your stories and your experiences of organisational change with us. Um, I'm sorry Uncle Andrew couldn't be with us here today, but I would also like to recognise the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations as the traditional owners and custodians of this land um, and recognise the uh, ongoing fight that Aboriginal women and children and Aboriginal communities more broadly and the role that they play in ending uh, family violence and violence against women and recognise the impact, the ongoing impact of colonisation on those, on those communities in particular. Um, and I want to acknowledge all of those of you, many of us here today, whose lives have been touched by family violence or violence against women. Your courage and your commitment and your determination to keep this issue on the public agenda and on the political agenda is what helps galvanise this movement for change. And make no mistake, this is a movement for change. In recent weeks, as Joe was saying, we've also seen a number of tragic deaths, not only as a result of intimate partner violence, but also as a result of racism, of homophobia, of transphobia, of ableism, of stigma, just to name a few. And these all too frequent occurrences really remind us of the importance of standing together in solidarity with those other movements for change and encouraging all of us to work together to transform those social norms and structures that drive violence against women and violence against so many communities across Australia. I want to pay my respects to those who have lost their lives as a result of family violence or violence against women and thank you all to their loved ones who are here today for your ongoing fight and your ongoing determination. For those of you who don't know who we are, Respect Victoria is the state's dedicated family violence, violence against prevention violence against women prevention agency and our focus is really on changing the culture that allows violence against women to happen and supporting the creation of a prevention system that can sit alongside the work that is happening in crisis response in early intervention and in recovery we know that if we are actually going to ever end family violence and violence against women we need all of these parts of the system to work together with equal focus and equal resourcing and we also know that violence against women and other forms of family violence are preventable the transformational social change that we are seeking at Respect Victoria and all of us here today are seeking is we are wanting to confront and flip on its head those social conditions that produce and drive violence. From a bloke telling a sexist joke to a company policy that discriminates against women in the workplace to laws that limit reproductive freedoms and those deeply, deeply ingrained ideas that we have all been raised with about what a real man or a real woman is. All of these things create the context that allow violence against women to flourish. Every single person here can do something to make violence against women a thing of the past and to make sure that we are focusing on all women, 
Aboriginal women, women with a disability, trans women, women in the queer community, migrant and refugee women, older women, younger women. We need to focus on the diversity of Australia's community. And today marks the beginning of the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence and there is no better time to start. So if you want to learn more about what you can do in your homes, in your lives, in your workplaces, please go and have a look at Respect Victoria's website and get involved in your local community. It feels like an overwhelming challenge that is facing us all, but we can individually all create and be a part of the culture for change. The movement absolutely belongs to all of us and we've got to all take the responsibility on our shoulders. Thank you. You are listening to Stick Together, Workers' Stories, Union News and Social Justice Issues. We are with a large crowd gathered before the March Against Family Domestic Violence held on November the 25th in Melbourne. In the crowd was a contingent from the Australian Services Union, the ASU, who were the first union who successfully broke the ice for domestic violence leave in the Surf Coast Council EBA. This was one step in the 10-year struggle for domestic violence leave just passed in Federal Parliament. The details are laid out on the Fair Work Ombudsman's website. We finish our report with a word with the ASU winners on the steps of Victoria Parliament at the Rally Against Family Domestic Violence. Uh, well, I'm here with the Australian Services Union and we are very proud to have been the first union to negotiate for paid family and domestic violence leave in EBAs. Uh, down in uh, a council agreement in the surf coast and um, we're very pleased to see it finally passed in legislation and that's due to I guess the tremendous work of so many women in workplaces over years and years so it's great to have such community support out today as well. Now it, that's a fascinating thing isn't it how uh, this is a real advance taking it to the workplace. Uh, absolutely, and uh, even anecdotally, uh, starting to see the changes of opinions in workplaces and from business on this issue uh, is just so important. And when we start making sure that there's clear legislation and protections for workers in their workplace, and um, you know, ag gaining access for that support is is life saving. Yeah, and what we're talking about is ten days for people. Uh, in the past they could have lost their jobs or they might have had to just stay where they are in the unsafe environment. Uh, absolutely and the other part of that is it just breeds that culture of silence again because there wasn't that level of understanding of communication and of support and so in, yeah, increasingly people would have to call in sick or they may not have any entitlements at all. So That's it for Stick Together this week. If you want to catch up with our program, the podcast is available at 3cr.org.au or at your favourite podcast site. You can contact the producers of the show at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com or by ringing 03 and leaving us a message. My name is Annie McLaughlin. Remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, there is a union for you. And until next time... Stick together and keep safe. <laughs>